red button, I still get nervous. <laughs> Just a little bit. 26 times now, though. I know. Episode 26, you Isn't guys. That weird? It's very weird. I, I wanted to say an anecdote on our 23rd. It's our LeBron episode. Oh, shout but out. But I miss it. Shout out to sports people. Speaking of things we missed and continually missed, because I am, despite my whole entire life, me not being able to do this without writing things down. I think I'm going to remember things and mm-hmm. I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, happy belated Pride Month. <laughs> totally skipped over that. As a member of the LGBTQ. The LGBTQ. Uh, happy, happy, happy Pride. Happy, happy belated pride. Yeah, happy pride. belated Pride. Happy Pride always. We had um, happy Pride we, always. Yeah, yeah, not, yeah. Just, not just one month out of the year. Yeah. But we did have a Pride episode planned. and It just... Uh, our sisters came to town yeah um so i mean obviously um representation it will always be important to us so it wasn't a missed opportunity so we'll 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 do it but not during pride month because pride should be celebrated all months yeah we'll we'll say that yeah we'll say that Mm -hmm. we will welcome 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 coming at you live i haven't said this in a while coming at you pre-recorded from gather (laughs) you've never said that i know and um yeah, it's Rach and Jess, and this is for Better and Worse Podcast. Number 26. Episode 26. Where we're finally talking about sex. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk, talk about, about you and me. And can we talk about, I was singing that song last episode, and you were like, I don't know that. I was like, no, nah, no. Nah. So awkwardly, I remember. <laughs> I listened to it, and I was like, yep, can't listen anymore of that episode. <laughs> That's where I stopped. You're working on it. I don't get far. But I know, I feel like you were a little off off i don't know maybe i didn't get off the, key never never off key rachel roche <laughs> you off rhythm maybe i've read them a little bit maybe i, I think i was doing the pitch perfect version so oh, okay, okay don't worry okay well we are here to talk about sex but before we talk about sex let's just talk about our lives a little catch up a little catch-up situation rach went on a trip with her boyfriend joshua joshua and let's hear the summary version of that. I would or, love it. Would, I would also love some wine. You want while some I, wine? While would I, you like this wine? I don't know why I'm saying like that. Here's this. I'm going to pass the bottle. Okay. Let's get a little ASMR, which okay, I we'll despise. See. We'll see if we get a glug. Nice. Okay. Kind of just sounded like pee. Um, also, saw a TikTok about... I mean, it was just misogyny, probably, but also whatever. But this guy was um, saying, like, hey, just typical dude humor, which is just like not good. But he's like, hey, yeah, how come how come when girls pee, it sounds like they're frying chicken? <laughs> <laughs> oh my! And God. Josh didn't know that I'd seen that TikTok, and so I was peeing, and our bathroom was frying chicken in there, Rach. <laughs> But we do. I pee strong. Mm-hmm. Long and hard and strong. Yeah. I have a strong flow. Me too. And I usually hold it until I really yes. have to go too. So it's like coming out hot. hot. Guns blazing. Hot urine straight for the Fried toilet. Fried chicken. That's funny. <laughs> I'm going to listen to it next see, time. But we need some ASMR peeing. We don't. No, we don't. We don't. don't we don't. Don't send that to us. We we don't need to see it. Um, But yes. Um. Josh and I did our our little vacation, our little, you know, getaway, a getaway, if you will, which is really funny because after we recorded last week was when because we recorded on Thursday, 
and we were leaving on Friday. Um, I decided because this was kind of like a surprise trip. So Josh wasn't telling me like where we were going, but he didn't succeed in that. Um, he eventually told me and but I like wasn't I purposely wasn't looking it up because I wanted to be surprised. But then me wanting to be surprised wore off, obviously. And so I I like looked it up and I, as I was looking it up, I'm realizing this place is great. My boyfriend planned this trip. He paid for this trip. I shall be grateful. But I realized that it was like a hostel, mm. which it, it was like very. But is it like McMinimins hostel, no. cute in Oregon? So it was really nice, but I had just labeled it a sex vacation on the pod. And that was kind of like my anticipation was like. You were just going to have a lot of sex. Oh, not a lot. I mean, just like once average every amount. night. Just one, two, you know, Friday night, Saturday amount. night. Just the average night. Yeah, I'm not wild. But, you know, just we like to. I like to have sex when my mother's not um, in the house. And so mm. going away is always a, Go figure. a great way to ensure that's not going to happen. So um, <laughs> go figure. Um, I'm researching this place and I was like, hmm, this is not what I thought it was. And it was just that like. Mm. Mm. I I realize now, like, it's just, like, it's part of, like, my personality, whatever. Like, when something isn't what I think it's going to be, I'm very close to a meltdown. Well, and I'm like, it's not wrong. That's a little bit of sickness in you. Because I feel like the expectation you have in your head of what it's going to be, you're under severely underwhelmed. I I hear it's also an ADHD thing. Uh Like, that's also common. Like, when plans just, because, like, plans get thrown in. Because I was just like, this is still a cool trip. This is still a great place. It's not what I thought. Like, I thought we had our own cabin on this property. So give me the layout of the situation when you mean. Okay, so I'm just going to cut right to it because it makes sense. Our second night, we were talking to, like, the host there. And I had asked him because he was super cool, great guy. I was like, have you ever worked at a summer camp? He's like, no, but that's actually how I got this job. He's like, this was supposed to be a summer camp. Mm. So they're like luxury cabins, but they're bunk beds. So they're okay. bunks. So yeah. you know, there's one like we had a top cute. bunk. But it's not priced that way. Like it's still kind of a pricey experience. But it was nice. Like they had like happy hour with beer and beer and sangria. Oh. And it was really cute, but it's just not a private experience like what it really is geared for is like families so there were like two Ah. family reunions on the property because people book out an entire like cabin which can fit like 20 people so ideal for me it it would be really cool for a wedding a really cool like it was really cool space but it just wasn't what i thought it also would not be ideal for you jess because within the first hour we were there we had found over 10 ticks on us (laughs) so it was just like latched on. No, not latched. Just on. But you know what I mean? It's like, pff, if I let this go for another hour, I'm you just can't relax. This tick epidemic is among <laughs> us it's people. Bad. That's how we go. I hope COVID not. is weakened us. I Ticks will take us out. No, I think there's so many. Not all of them could be carrying Lyme. You know what I mean? Like, let's no. relax. No, I mean, let's I, not well, relax. Only, um, Deer ticks. Dog ticks. Deer ticks are big and black and fine. Dog ticks are the little red ones, right? Why are you calling them dog ticks? There's deer ticks, dog ticks, and lone star ticks. And lone star ticks are what make you allergic Did to red dad meat. dad tell you this? Yeah. I love him. Yeah. He knows so much. He's so knowledgeable. Yeah. But I could be, be have him flipped. I, I don't know. I'm drinking red wine now, so I'm 
<laughs> my, brain, my brain's turning off. <laughs> but um, it's just, I'm fine with ticks. Like when, when I we have engagement sessions, it's usually just like I'm accepting that I'm going to have a couple ticks on me. I'm going to check myself, go home, shower, fine. There was no escaping them. So like I had, we you go, bring the proper tools. Yes, okay. I brought the proper tools. To, but I, it was also like I wasn't preparing to have to battle ticks, Jess. You knew it was outdoorsy though. I know. I but Jess, I wasn't thinking. But it was funny because not funny. It just was validation that I'm like I'm with the right person because I'm having a full on panic episode in my office in the studio. I Facetime Laura. I'm like in tears because I'm like. I just don't want to go at this, like, at this point in my panic. I'm like, this isn't what I thought. Like, I just wanted to be, like, private time. I don't have to talk to people because it was real communal. Okay. Real communal. You know, communal dining, communal everything. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I just, this is not what I wanted for my relaxing weekend. And I don't know how to tell him. And I, like, call Josh. Laura was like, take some moment, journal about it. Take some time. So I immediately hang up her, and just call Josh. Her sweet soul. <laughs> I'm not going to do any of that. Right. And I'm just going to panic to my boyfriend on FaceTime. Um, and I was just like, I just, you know, I'm just feeling like this wasn't what I was expecting. And he's like, babe, I'm so sorry. And he Aww. just like totally heard me. Let me ramble on. He was like, we're going to have so much fun. It's going to be great. I know it's not what, ex- what you expected. I'm really sorry about it. Um, I know now like better, but but we're still going to have such fun and it's going to be a great time. And he, I was just like, okay. Is that You're a right. six? Yeah. I can't see real well. What? I know. To just go roll with the punches, but be on the positive side yeah. of it. You know. They show up for people in need. I, they do. Mm-hmm. So he like put it, he, he knew I was like really my struggling. my eight yep. was crumbling to bits. But I did start writing um all the things that started going wrong. We have a book, ladies and gentlemen. We have a book of things. But I wrong. only wrote all the things that went wrong until we got in the car. So Wait, this is before you left. This is before I left. So we're packing. <laughs> of course, didn't. morning of. Oh, my gosh. Morning of. So funny. Cavalier. Okay. Um, and I did realize this, but it was one of those things I keep forgetting about. Um, I can't find my ID. I realized that I couldn't find my ID when we had driven down to West Virginia a few weeks ago to go to the casino because Josh had like casino bucks casino bucks that he had to cash in i don't know works voucher situation yeah a little voucher situation he won some sort of sports betting you wanted to cash him in i don't have my id we drove all the way to west virginia and i can't get into this casino eventually the guy was like just just be cool about it but um it was but i immediately forgot about it and then we're going down and like it says to like bring your id with you to confirm Mm -hmm. your age whatever i was like i don't know where that is i don't know bring my birth certificate Okay. Valid. Valid. Sure. Um, we also figure out that we can't bring barley, which we were planning on, which was like a bummer. Um, but ended up being for the for the best. Uh, hey, I'll tell you, for someone who camped with dogs, for the best. Yeah, for the best with a tick situation. A little relaxation. But I really, she's now like a COVID dog and like she just gets spooked easily and I just need to bring her back into the fold of life. Um, and... My mom that that evening or is supposed to watch Eric, Madison's son. And mm-hmm. so I'm moving my car seat into my mom's car. And any mom's parents, nannies listening to this know that like like there's always this general like bad vibes around car seats. Car seats are the worst, blah, blah, blah. 
setting up my car seat was really hard, but once I got it, I got it. So like I very easily can take it in and out of my of my seat now. Was expecting that same thing going into my mom's car. No, no, no. Whole different ball game. So there are like anchors, car seat anchors. They're like these clips. In my clips, you can see. You can like, they're right, right there. My mom's clips are like four inches deep into the like folds of her cars, like Mm. the upholstery. I'm sweating trying to get this car seat in. Um, And I just like, I can't do it. Josh, Josh has turned the car on, did that move. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, we're leaving. And I'm like, Josh, I need help. You know, it's just the general panic of like, I just need this car seat to be in and, and we need to leave. Mm-hmm. Who decided traveling was fun? Nobody. It's never fun. No. So did you get the car seat in? No. And I can't get it out. I got one thing clipped and we can't get it clipped out. So it's just there dangling in my mom's back seat. We have to get it. I'm watching Eric tomorrow, so that'll be fun. <laughs> that will be fun. We gotta we gotta get that fucking figured out. Wow. I know. my mom is like and she gets all she gets all huff and puff about it. She's like, We didn't have two car seats. Your father and I just share it. We just had the one car seat for each of you. And I don't know what's going on with this. And I'm like, probably just health and safety regulation share. I don't know. They be they be ever changing too. But it they is like expire. But shares like it's big car seat. Yeah, it's big car seat. Car seats trying to make this this hard mm-hmm. to sell more car seats. And she's gone. It's all it goes all the way to the top mm-hmm. for share. And she was irate. Um, but in general, the, tr- the trip was good. The second day we decided like we're not going to be hiking in this because we're both don't have the mental capacity to deal with ticks. Um, so we went to Cumberland, Maryland, which was like 30 minutes away. Nice. And we just had like a little, we just walked around and that's what we love to do. Good. We really do. We love just like traveling and just like walking around towns and like seeing stuff. That's the best. You know, Without coming, coming across, plans. coming across a world famous wiener sign and just having a, having a hot dog right on the street, you know? Well, Papa hot, Papa Glizzy. Famous wieners. A little glizzy. A little yeah. glizzy goddess you were. A little were. steamed bun action. Mm, love to see it. A little musty. Huh? Mustard. Oh. Oh. Like, didn't what, hit. Didn't musty? Hit. But it was good. Good. I'm glad. Um, so, you know, it was worth it for the hot dog. Yes. Um, for the glizzy. But the general panic was there. How was your um, weekend? And you got a little date night with Joe. It was good. Yes. Yeah. Um, I took a date night with Joe last night. It was very nice. I said it was completely missed my mouth. <laughs> like it almost, That's what wine will do to you. Just a little red wine, getting me sweaty, getting me, getting me hot and bothered yeah. for this sex episode. <laughs> um, but no, it was really nice. It was really the breath of fresh air that I really needed in this busy season. It was really just nice. We went to Chagrin Falls, which is like a oh. little town. Jess. That's our spot. That, it is. Okay. That's our spot, babe. It really is. And I have an unpopular opinion. Okay. Jenny's ice cream is not good. Not good or just not worth the hype? Both. What'd you get? A strawberry chocolate standard scoop. Little double guy. Okay. And I always find that it's tangy. I feel like Jenny's ice cream is like, has a tang to it. <gasps> Motherfucker. Who that? Joshua. Joshua. Not now, Joshua. We're talking about sex. What? Jenny's ice cream. Josh, you're on the podcast. Josh, you're live on the pod. What do you need? 
on live on the pod. Yeah, say yeah. something. Say something for the pod. Say something for the pod. Come on, Josh. Uh, hey, <laughs> what's up? Uh, what's up, everyone? It's your boy JP, aka Josh, um, coming to you live from Rachel's mom's house. For the about to feed our pups. Just wanted to see what Rachel was up to. Well, I'm. Oh my God. I'm doing my job, baby. Okay. Thanks. Well, keep it up, girl. Thank you. Um, I will be home very late, probably. <laughs> Hello. Bye. Surprise guest star, Surprise Joshua. Guest star. We love that. We love that. Anyways, Jenny's ice cream. If anyone agrees, I'm sorry it's unpopular. Ever the hype is so real about that, but no, I just I'm not I'll never go out of my way for it. No, but it's not even just like standard ice cream. Like ice cream's good, you know what I mean? But they feel like they're just doing too much, adding too much. The flavors are kind of outrageous, and it's not something that I enjoy. What's your favorite ice cream place? I mean, I love good B and J, and I'm not talking about blowjobs. I'm talking about Ben and Jerry's. Yeah, that's good. I'm making sexual innuendos on our sex podcast because we're here for it. <laughs> I'm trying to stay on on topic. Okay. Um. But no, that's my, the date night was great. Nothing crazy happened. It was just really relaxing, which is what I needed. Um, but something did, I do have a stupid fight of the week. Love it. Thank it's you. been a while. I mean, we do have super fights all the time, but none I feel like are like podcast worthy. But this one, I, <laughs> so Joe and I's anniversary is coming up and I have a shoot in Michigan. It's Labor Day weekend. So um, on the long weekend, I scheduled a shoot in Michigan. And I was like, why don't we just take our anniversary weekend up in Michigan? Why not? And so he was sitting at the kitchen table. I'm on the couch and I turn around. And I was like, hey, what do you feel about like Grand Rapids? We're trying to figure out where we're going mm-hmm. in Michigan. There's so many different places and, you know, where the shoot is versus where, you know, we can go and drive full distance. That's worth our time, whatever. So I'm like, what do you think about Grand Rapids? I'm trying to like get his idea about like our anniversary weekend. I'm like, what do you think about like a spa day? You know what I mean? And so we had just, it was a really rainy day. So we went to the store and grabbed soup because we thought that was appropriate and (laughs) i should have known this joe expressed this to me once before but i wasn't crossing my mind at the time but he was like and i was just kind of like lovingly looking at him because just thinking about anniversary what can we do that's special just trying to get an idea trying to try to game plan our 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 trip here and he's like just will you stop looking at me like i i mean i know i eat soup i i have soup face i don't want you to see my soup (laughs) face and this is a real thing he's told me about this Soup face and straw face are not something that should be looked at. And I and I was like, <laughs> Joe, I just was like trying to gauge the trip or whatever. And I like kind of gave him some sass back. I was like, whatever, dude. I was like, oh my God. Like, you don't even want to talk what to me. What if your soup face is doing it for me? I know. And he was like, he said, oh, oh, now I'm in trouble. Now I'm like, wh-? I said, I like turned around and I was like, what is happening here? Because I was like, I have no idea how this went from like me planning our anniversary weekend to you being like pissed off. It was so weird. He's like, he told me like later that night, he's like, seriously, Jess, I just, I'm sorry. I don't know what happened. I just didn't want you to like watch me eat soup. Like I'm embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, Joe, I'm sorry. I'll never look at your soup face again. My bad to bring up an, our anniversary weekend at the wrong time. So stupid. Soup face. Soup face. The things that will throw a six right off. Right the fuck off. Off the hinges he was. I was like, okay, okay. I'm going to turn around now. No. Um, Speaking of fun things, though, your anniversary. Rach finished Jess's wedding video. Yes. She hasn't seen it yet. I have not. We are planning a viewing party. Yes. 
which I'm super excited about. And that it's they waited a- long enough for it. Like, so our our dear old Madison shot shot it for free, and I edit the videos now. We should get a reaction video, maybe. Yeah, that's what I, I want to do. I want us to like have a reaction vid so you guys can see it. But um, really excited. Madison and I are like com- combining, and um, I really, I'm really glad we waited to edit it. Because now I have like a clear vision of what I want our work to look like. And this is exactly what I want our work to look like. I'm so excited. There's a lot of hype around it from you, Madison, and Josh now, who had a reaction Josh, to it. Josh, <laughs> I know it's good because um, Josh watched it um, just very silently in the kitchen. Um, and I showed him and he was like, I have to go. I have to go cry in the shower now. He just went downstairs <laughs> for a shower cry. Oh, he was best. a baby at your wedding. Oh yeah, total baby. Well, yeah, it was the uh, the first dance for him in the vows and all of it. Just really got him. Good, good stuff. I feel like he yeah. resonates. He relates to Joe a lot. So yeah. Oh, you big know? time. So I feel like it's it's nice to see that. It is to relate. It's nice to see. And it's nice to see love. Do we think? I mean, people. I didn't think things that were going to be embarrassing for no reason was going to be like a permanent part of this. Oh, but people people, people love be sending it. them. S- keep sending them, guys. This shit is funny, though. Funny. I mean, things are embarrassing for no reason. And I'm going to I'm going to start with this one. It was submitted. Okay. But it's something I actually happened to me just the other day. Hannah, this is from you. <laughs> she said shooting the thumbs up to a server when they ask if ev- how everything is <laughs> while you have a mouthful of food. It's like the, mm, oh, how is everything? Okay, from a server standpoint, I would like wait. I would actually like purposefully or just do a passerby so that yeah. they didn't have to have this awkward encounter. Yeah. But it's always the words like, mm, oh. thumbs up, you know? On that or same. Or you hit the like, okay sign like, yeah. mm, chef's yeah, kiss. Chef. Yeah, even a chef's kiss gesture. Yikes. On the same wavelength. Because on our it uh, this made me think about on our trip like there were like trails like you walked from like your cabin to like the like happy hour area barn activity center whatever and it hit me the the weird thing that we do when someone's like you're passing someone but you don't want to say and it's like maybe this is just me but it's like you're passing someone you don't want to be you don't want to say out loud like hey but you like under your breath go oh wait hi <laughs> Like, why can't I? That is just hike etiquette, though. You need to wave. Like, you are on the path alone. You need to get eye contact. So, if like something happens to that person, like you knew. But even I try to like in the grocery store or something, and I'm trying to be like, oh, oh, it's like an under the breath, under the breath, like guttural sound of like, why? I'm embarrassed. You'll catch yourself doing it now, and I'm like. It really that. hit me when we started wearing masks because it's like they can't fucking hear me and they can't see my mouth. That was really so. Tough. Why do I do this? Yeah, that's a good one to be like. Okay, okay. Ew. Here's another one that someone submitted that okay. I thought was really funny. Um, she said, "Walking out of the ocean. Why is it?" <laughs> why is it so hard? You just like you feel like it got to look some kind of way. Okay, walking in, you feel. Like a bad bitch. You're giving off 
you know, good energy. Yeah. You, you're feeling good. You're dry. Your hair yeah. is dry. And then you come out like a fucking wet dog, right? Yeah. And you know the that hair like, is slick to your scalp. Yeah. And for some reason, your bathing suit's like tighter because it's wet and that yeah. makes you feel uncomfortable. And you're trying to like, you're trying to adjust like a, yourself. Yeah. Adjusting and- your wedgie. And then also like stepping over the waves is never attractive. No. You know what I mean? Like going in, that's cute. And then going out, it's like, eh. nah. Everybody close your eyes. Yeah, not good, not good. That <laughs> I is don't funny. get in the ocean, though, so can't relate. What do you mean? I won't. I uh, won't. You won't go waist deep to pee? Why would I? No. What do you mean? I just, I try not to congregate near water that much. I don't know. If you're sitting on a beach, drinking, hanging out. I've never, I don't pee. think I've ever done that. That Panama far City from a beach? Bath. You've never been? Oh, it was way too fucking cold to go in the oh. ocean. Oh, oh yeah. Well, we no, peed we in like there, though. Bar, bars to bar, I think. But no, I just like, I, I don't need to spend more than two hours in sand. Hmm. Aquatics, they're not for me. But Josh and I did look at like all-inclusive vacations. Um, he's been calling them all-exclusives. All-exclusives. All ex- exclusive. That's, that's a Josh uh, term for you. He's been calling them all-exclusives. Um, he really wants to go to one and we're going to be in Arizona. We were playing around with like popping down to Mexico and going to an all exclusive, all exclusive, um, adults only after this weekend. I'm like, I, it's just, I can't say no to the kids. It's like, they want to play with me. I'll, I, I don't want to be asked. You need an all exclusive. I need an all exclusive. Only. Um, speaking of adults only. Adults only. I'm, keep, I'm keeping it going. Um, but. We talked about that. It's like, because we want to be, it's nice, be on the ocean. And he's like, you don't want to swim? You don't want to swim? And I was like, no. He's like, you want to put your feet in? I said, oh, I'll put my feet in. He goes, well, yeah, that's all I'm talking about. I was like, <laughs> that's standard swimming, ocean etiquette Doing now. breaststroke and, <laughs> and, and walking into the ocean, very different, babe. Very well, different like two vibes. different types of people, you know what I mean? There's like ocean goers i'm talking <laughs> breaststroking bass stroking getting yelled at by the lifeguard yeah. people like y'all too far brother you know and then there's people who like dip in yeah oh you I'm know a what dipper. i mean i'm a dipper I'll, I'll put my chair there i'll put a chair oh, there. i'm like going in enough to pee i would go in enough to throw a football around i've never done that once you know <laughs> i would go in at least waist deep maybe no a, oh. a step further and it like goes off the deep end. See ya. Not sure. Swimming back immediately. Not sure yeah. what's down there. As much as I love whales and oceans, deep water is my biggest fear. Oh, God, no. It is my biggest fear. Large sea creatures. I think I would pass out immediately. I mean, not I a whale. I, wanna, I mean, that's, that is my lifelong dream. I know. To, to kayak with orcas. Talk about deep water. I know. They only go in deep water. I know. I know. It's so scary. It makes me emotional. Like, I don't know. It, <laughs> I can't describe. I want to be so terrified. But it's not, I won't it's remember not a the terrifying experience. Thing. I think it would be so empowering. I don't know. I just, every time I watch it, like on YouTube or TikTok or anything, I just like feel emotional. Like I could cry. Like that's something I need to see before I die. Maybe you were a whale in a past life. Maybe you feel very connected to that. I do. Side of, of experiences. Hmm. That makes sense. I hope to be in the next one, too, then. Okay. I get that. I think, like, all those animals are, like, there are certain animals I think are spiritual in nature. Whales. I have to be. Horses. I posted some, I did post something on my 
Instagram. This is the last thing I'll say. I posted something on my Instagram. I said, if you know me, this is my lifelong dream. And it was um, a video taken from a boat, like a kayak or something like near to the ocean level. And it was like these orcas came right up to him, like splashed by him. And I had so many people saying like, funny because this is my biggest nightmare oh it's my biggest nightmare. the phobias of whales or like being that close to something that big was really really i was in the water i think i would just keep my eyes shut no i i would keep my eyes shut i couldn't if i came eye to eye with a whale i would immediately pass away (laughs) immediately (laughs) i would have an aneurysm i know this for a fact this is not a guess i know for a fact i would die I would die if I came eye to eye with a whale. The fear say, that would send me into cardiac arrest. Here's the thing. They look at you and like you just They have, know you. They see you. Oh, it's they like, see right it's, it's like Avatar when they connect the tails. That's exactly what happens. And I don't care for you that. You need to be alive for it. They have. I was probably a seal in a past they have life. That, I was probably murdered by many whales. <laughs> you were a fisherman. Yeah. <laughs> in a past life. Yeah. No, but they have that um, something different in their brain that other animals don't. It's the social aspect of their brain, the social component of their brain that only dolphins and whales have. So, like, they can, like, look at you and, like, feel empathy. Ugh. Or they can, they feel certain ways, like, and it's the energy you give off. So I look in a whale's eyes and I'm going to be like, tell me my life, dude. Oh, my Speak God. Speak to me. We'll do a quick intro. Speaking of whales, let's get into it. <laughs> Let's get into blowing tops. <laughs> All right, getting into the meat. The meat. Beat the meat. That surprised me, that tone. Yeah, that surprised got real me. low. Whoa. Real few octaves. I was an alto too, so. You were a what? An alto? Yeah, me two. Too. Alto two. Oh, deep. The deepest. Um, also a soprano too. Ah, Not to brag. Okay. <laughs> We'd love to hear it sometime. That was embarrassing. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Oh, Rachel, not, don't talk about high school. Not as embarrassing as when I kissed Madison goodbye after our wedding today. On the I, mouth? No, on the cheek. And she goes, that was embarrassing. I said, yep, we're leaving. <laughs> but anyways, we are getting into the meat of the episode. And that is our guest today, who is Jordan Donnell. We are super stoked to have her. She is a physician's assistant. She is the host of Vaginas, Vulvas, and Vibrators. Man, that's the funniest fucking name it and best so name good. ever. Um, she is a woman's sex health educator and an intimacy coach. Um, we are stoked to have her on. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna get in deep. We're gonna ask some questions that you guys asked us to ask her. So we'll do that. She actually just launched a masterclass called Three Secrets to Attracting a Partner with Your Orgasm. Ooh. Would love to dive into that. I love to know how like to your orgasm with my orgasm. Yeah, but like your orgasm is individual to you. Yeah. I'm excited stoked. about this because I I have orgasms. I have them regularly. I, I I know what to do. I'm also very curious as to like, am am I getting as much as I want out of my orgasm? Right. Is there more to it? You right. know, like I'm not going to pretend like I know. We can dive everything. deep here on some stuff with her and I'm super stoked. Yeah, it's going to be good. So hold, pause while we while get we, Jordan. While we connect her in. <laughs> okay. I think it's all happening. It's happening. And we have Jordan here with us. Welcome, Jordan, everybody. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for coming on and for reaching out. We're really excited. I know. We've been wanting to do a sex episode for a while. Our our listeners have been asking. We're like, we don't feel like we could talk enough about well, it. Well, our boy, our partners are like, don't 
like they are very happy. They're very happy for us to talk about like that we have sex, but like, but not the nitty gritty that we can get into with you. So we're super excited to have you. Well, thank you. I'm excited to chat with you guys today and talk all about sex and fun things. Awesome. How did you like get into this? Like your passion behind it and like you are like a sex expert. You know, and like a sexpert, an if intim- you will. A sexpert. <laughs> I love that. Coach. Tell us about that. So it's a really long story, but ultimately when I was in middle school, high school, I was kind of the friend that all of my girlfriends went to to ask about their problems, their birth control, period stuff, all of that good stuff. STIs, you name it, they came to me. And then in college, I got introduced to peer romance. Are you familiar with peer romance? Oh, yeah. I've been to a party just like recently and had an absolute blast. I've never been, but I know what they are. Yeah, I seriously was like, I didn't know what to expect. And when I went there, I was like, I was blown away at how much fun that was. And then I ended up buying a vibrator. So, yes. So Pure Romance is an (laughs) in-home party planning company for women that has bath and beauty products, relationship enhancement items. And when I got into that, they provided a ton of education to help support their consultants. And it really sparked my interest. I was very intrigued. And then I went to PA school, a physician assistant, and learned in two weeks all there was to need to know about women's health. And so, yeah. (laughs) Then after that, it's so short. Like in, in school, they just don't talk about women's health. Then again, we only spent two weeks on cardiology too. So, it got the same amount of attention of a lot of other things, but wow. yeah, we as women are not talk. We're not talking about our bodies and we're not taught about our bodies. And after PA school, I decided to start sharing with my private audience a little bit about different things that are going on with their bodies, pelvic organ prolapse, intimacy issues, and found that the ladies loved it and ended up starting my own podcast, Vaginas, Vulvas, and Vibrators to share that information with other women so that more ladies have access to that information. That's awesome. Yeah, that seriously is awesome. Um, I just have a question. Why do you feel like everyone was going to you for or seeking that advice out to you when you were younger? Like, what was it about you that exuded that energy? Probably <laughs> because I like to talk about it and they felt safe yeah. and non-judgmental. Oh. That would be my my thought process. Yeah, that's awesome. You're so calm. You have such yeah, a calming such a voice presence. and energy. I'm very soothed by it. Yeah. I just have to say. Oh, I was yeah. I was catching up on your episodes <laughs> today. I was like going for like a walk jog with my dog and yeah, Marco Polo. Yeah. But but I think it's like the third episode. You give like a rundown and I mean, Jordan, if the PA thing doesn't work out for you, phone sex operator is it's a, definitely is, in the card it's for in you. the card for you because yep. she like brings you through like you've been sexting your partner all day like she brings you through like the like the female oh, orgasm cool. yeah and i'm like i'm gonna have to skip through this because i'm in the middle of my childhood neighborhood uh, can we, i handle this right cannot now? handle this right now come back to your voice is too soothing it is nice has anyone ever I told you that? that actually yeah i have been told that i would make a great sex phone yeah. operator Yep. <laughs> He's not the first. <laughs> that is awesome. Um, 
But yeah, I feel like that answers her intro questions. Absolutely. Do you um, want us to just like jump into questions? Do you have anything like before we get no, into that? Go that for you it. Wanna... Okay. Okay. Cool. We've got a lot of questions. We so. do. Our okay. listeners ask a lot of great questions, which I am super stoked about. But we had a lot of the reoccurring question, which is um, what advice to give to people who have zero sex drive struggling with that department a lot of like how do i boost my sex drive um tips and tricks for that we get a lot of questions for that yes i think that is a really common question and a lot of people are worried that they might have something wrong with them because they don't want sex as often as they used to they're not maybe as interested in their partner and the reality is you are totally normal and there's nothing wrong with you and one book that really does a good job explaining that is Come As You Are by Emily Nagowski. She talks a lot about mm-hmm. like, have you read that before? No, I've heard of it, though. Hmm. So she talks about your brakes and accelerators. And ultimately, in life, you've got your gas pedal and you're going and then you have your brake and you have kind of like your foot brake. If that's constantly being pressed, it's going to be a, have a hard time going, but you're going to get there. But if you have the main brake, the emergency brake pulled, again, you're going to get there, but it's going to take a lot longer. And learning what your brakes are and how to reduce that to increase your intimacy, increase your desire, and allow your accelerators to go can be really helpful. Wow. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. I think Good analogy. A, yeah. I think as women, though, it's so hard to know what is your break mm, you know like yeah. i think for so many people like they don't realize they're being turned off they don't realize that they're not feeling as good as they want to and therefore you know what i mean i think like just being in tune with your body is difficult and i think especially like growing up like at, i mean in the, the mid-2000s like girls didn't talk about masturbation like we talked about sex but like as sex was done to us not something that we participated in right and i think like it really took like josh and i when we started dating like after my divorce and i like i knew you know i'd been married i'd been having sex consistently with one person for a while like before we had sex for the first time we were texting and i was like this is like I we gave I gave him a game plan. I was like, I want to be on top because that's what I like. And he gave me like the things I turned him on. And I was like, this is how like adult relationships are supposed to be. And I'm 20. I was almost 27 years old. And I'd been having sex since I was like 16, 15 years old. Yeah. And it's like it's taken me to this this amount of time over 10 years of being sexually active for me to be like confident enough to say like, hey, this is what's going to do it for me. This is what's not going to do it for me. I remember saying, like, don't dirty talk to me. Not the first time. I don't know your deal. I don't know you that well yet. Yeah. Like, let's not go there. But like, but you know your preferences. Like, you, that's huge. I feel like yeah. not many people can do that. Yeah. It takes a what lot of... What are tips for, like, getting people there? Yeah. Yeah. Go well, ahead. it takes a lot of exploring of your own body to realize what you like and you don't like. And I don't think that we spend enough time learning ourselves in order to share that with somebody else. And, and you're right as far as the breaks go, like 
a lot of women do have a hard time identifying what turns them off or even what turns them on. And in my intimacy coaching, that is something that I help women with because I think that it's so important to talk about that, talk about that, figure it out for you to help create that environment that is optimal for your relationship and your intimacy. Yeah. And there's just such a big taboo around it. Mm -hmm. And I think like, I remember, um, so like, I don't know if you listen to the podcast, but I've talked about before, like I was a part of like a really like conservative church culture for quite a while, but like I had had sex before I got on that bandwagon. And so like, as my friends were getting married and having sex for the first time, I was you, I was the person that they were like, Hey, what do I expect? And one of my friends at the time, like went a year and she was like, I just don't think I can have an orgasm. I just don't think I can. And I was like, have you bought, a vibrator and she was like well no and I was like okay have you like touched your clitoris at all and she's like well no and I'm like so there's a lot to know about your body but in church culture it was just like you're not allowed to explore your body so there was it was just like this dead end for her I never got to the I never got to the solution I left the church by that time so you never followed never followed through you know but you know it was just it was sad like she felt like she was broken and I think a lot of women feel like they're broken because it's like if there's like a calculation almost Mm -hmm. to get us there Yeah. I have women weekly in my DMs telling me that they've never had orgasms, you know, 30, 40, 50 years old. There's so many women who maybe haven't felt comfortable with exploring themselves or haven't been like presented with that opportunity or don't even know where to start when it comes to trying to explore themselves and learn about how to have an orgasm or are they having an orgasm and maybe just don't perceive it that way yeah um just a quick question going back to boosting sex drive do you have any tips or exercises um i guess we kind of touch on like any teas any like exploring your own body i feel like was one that we touched on but something like maybe with your partner that you can do to boost that or kind of create that connection I think one of the really big things to consider is there could be medical things going on that do affect your sex drive. And one of that, one of the big things is medication. So birth control, um, high blood pressure or blood pressure medication, diabetes, that affects your nerves potentially. Anything that affects your nerves can affects, affect your sensation. So your thyroid, anemia, I mean, you name it, there's tons of things that can affect your desire. And so one of the big things I recommend is I would encourage seeing your provider so that you can see, is there something going on medically that can be optimized? But then some other things for fertility or not fertility. That's what I do for a living. That's why I'm all jumping ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Some things to boost like your sex drive. There really isn't anything there's no magic key. There's no magic potion, right. so to speak. I know, right? But there are Lang, a handful. Lang. I feel like that that essential oil. Essential oil. It's supposed no, to help. Yeah. <laughs> it, it you is, know, yeah. um, here Romance has one that it is supposed to help with that. It's all essential oils, and 
I don't know. I haven't tried it, but there are things out there to explore. One thing that I always tell ladies, especially women who have anorgasmia or the inability to orgasm is this cream called O or AMP. It's a pure romance product, but you put a pea sized amount on your clitoris and it causes blood flow to rush to your clitoris. So that could help get you turned on and get you excited. Something else would be erotica. So whether you listen to it, you read it. Um, have you heard of Dipsia? Is that an app? It is an app and it's like audio mm -hmm. stories. You can listen to other people having sex. So those can be really great tools. Like maybe you want to. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's so yeah, awesome. So many good I, things. What? Yeah. I think I kept, I kept pronouncing it deep sea or like seeing it like deep sea, which <laughs> made sense to me. But I realized that that's now the correct pronunciation deep of it. Yeah. Yeah. I may not be yeah. saying it right. That's just what somebody told me. No, so. I feel like you are. Sounds right. We trust you with our lives. We trust you with everything, yeah. Jordan. So keep it coming. Yeah, keep it coming. Wow. Yeah, I feel like that that app is great. I dove, I dabbled a little. Okay. Yeah, and it's cool. They ask you a bunch of questions when you kind of get on the app of like what you're looking for and like what you what you want. It's out just of like it. audio. It's a whole different, a uh, bunch of stuff. I mean, it's not necessarily, it's not like porn. You can't like watch. Okay. Like, I, I like, like that reading I or reading and audio and like tips and tricks and nice things. Right, Jordan? Am I correct? That's, I didn't really like fully dive in. I haven't looked into it myself, but I've heard a lot about it and I believe it's just audio. So mm -hmm. it could be somebody maybe reading or telling an erotic story, or it could just be listening to somebody having sex. Um, and then the other like really fun thing, have you guys watched Sex Life? No. Oh my gosh, I just heard all about this though. I it's yeah. Someone it's, told me I need to watch it. Yeah. What are your thoughts? I just well, I just started it, but that would be another great tool for erotica to watch somebody else have this experience that may turn you on as well. Nice. Okay. Just some it's soft, pretty hot. Some a, soft a, HBO Max. It's pretty. She says pretty hot. So uh, uh, <laughs> sounds like we'll dabble in. Okay. Awesome. Okay. I feel like we kind of segued into this next one. Hold on. Let me. Find Wait. It. I want to circle back to the medications, specifically oh. birth control, because I know yes. you. Have yeah. So I just got off birth control, not for the sake of family planning, but because I felt that my sex drive was low. I felt that I, my body just needed to regulate itself. Something just kept telling me like, get off of it. I felt like um, I was, I've been on it for years, but I do, I did struggle with like moods, mood swings, terribly depression, um, all of that stuff because I was on birth control. I feel like I knew that. And I was like, oh, you know what I mean? Kind of just suffering through that bearing down because I didn't want to get pregnant or I was just trying, but I, like, are there other things besides hormonal co contraceptives and condoms specifically that we could use that would be helpful that <laughs> we're is really deep into your physician's assistant side yeah. right now <laughs> no that's perfect so there are a handful of other things and i'm with you on the birth control i've dabbled in stopping it but then found i'm still irresponsible so um can't stop mm -hmm. my birth control yet yeah. but i want to because i it affects my ability to orgasm kills it for whatever reason and really mm -hmm. yep with a partner why do you feel like that is just because of yeah because the hormones of the hormones itself yeah yep 
Yeah. So, I mean, it affects women in so many different ways. And Mm -hmm. I'm actually having somebody come on the podcast to talk about this because we're not taught how it does negatively impact our life. You know, we can use our menstrual cycles to optimize our life. I don't know if you've read the In the Flow book, but basically, you know, your most talkative or interactive or social during your ovulation, kind of more hermit or task completion during your luteal phase. And you can use this to optimize your life and schedule and coordinate everything. What the fuck? Yes. Mm -hmm. And we are canceling that. Girl. Yes. Yes. So back to non-hormonal birth control options. There is the copper IUD, which is still an IUD, but it is non-hormonal. So that is one option. There is a new FDA approved tracking um, contraceptive um, basal body thermometer that you can use and like a whole app that goes with it. You can always use like spermicides, but that can cause irritation. The, um, the one that is most effective, you know, you can only get pregnant during your fertile window, which is about a five day period in your menstrual cycle when you are ovulating. And so if you avoid intercourse during those days should be good, it's pretty effective, but that takes a lot of knowing your body, learning your body, and mm-hmm. planning accordingly, too. Right. That helps with the Flow app, which is what I got coming off of birth control. Okay. Just to, like, track my cycle. And it's so knowledgeable um, and letting you know which day of the cycle you're in and where your energy levels will be at according to your cycle, which is what Jordan kind of was commenting on, which is really cool to learn your body that way naturally, which is what I really was trying to obtain coming off of birth control. Just like Mm. knowing my body as is without pumping these hormones into it. Um, So it's still new. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it takes a a while to kind of regulate itself, but it's been really fun to learn. And like through the flow app and everything, knowing those um, high pregnancy um, days in your ovulation and just knowing when that is or where your productivity level could be. If you're feeling tired, this is why which is gives so much validity to to your feelings and your emotions going through that and you're like oh I'll I feel tired this day this is why you know and okay. just yeah it's cool that is cool have you noticed anything as far as like your energy level being off of birth control higher significantly higher like product <laughs> I feel like we were just like everyone go off your birth control it is, but it's just I'm on my birth control everyone I'm fine <laughs> I feel good on my birth control I have wonderful passionate sex on my birth control that's it's not great. everyone but it's I feel like it takes years do we do we cut out oh, we're no, back we're, we're back. back okay um to find the right one right and I actually went on I don't know how to say this app and urx uh, where I got my nurse. birth c- nurse and I uh, got my birth control through there. That's what I got mine because I too. was not, I am self-employed, so I didn't have great insurance. So that was a nice way to find affordable birth control. And it was a series of questions. Um, I wasn't seen by a physician to get, you know, prescribed this birth control. And it was something I got myself. So I don't know. I feel like finding your correct one could be great. So I'm not saying it's all bad, but I mean, coming off of it, I, Obviously, my sex drive has been increased. Uh, my energy level has been 
very high. I've like, look at myself and I like myself. Um, just like my finding myself more attractive and I would have like more negative thoughts on it. Um, as well as like the mood swings. And I would definitely during my cycle, I would be, have like these like low days where it's like low energy. Um, I wouldn't, I'd kind of like depressive episodes, but like not severe, but Mm -hmm. I feel like that was like my whole cycle every single month. But since then, it's been all of that has been diminished coming off of it. Isn't that crazy? And doesn't it feel so good? Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) I don't even know how I feel. I've been on birth control for on and off. But like, like my longest stretch is like seven years now. Mm. So it's like. You found the correct cocktail. Hopefully, you know. We can only help, but, but I mean, there are downsides. Like I've broken out like my face and like acne. I knew that was coming. Mm. Uh, gaining weight can be a thing. Um, can't really call that to anything. I feel like I've just, it's been like normal for me. Um, but yeah, that will happen. And it's just like worth it to me. Yeah. Yeah. And as your hormones balance. Like yeah. And right. check out the in the yeah. flow book. Cause she has a lot of like food recommendations to help with some of those symptoms, you know, as far as like acne, especially if it's hormonal acne and things like that. So. Right. Okay. Quick question about that. I'm sorry, this is off script, but I mean like those vitamins, those like flow vitamins or something, they're like, can help your hormonal acne. Do you know those to be effective? So the ones from in the flow or is in that particular? a bunch of BS? Um, I don't know. I just feel like I see these purple vitamins all over my feed and they're like helps with hormonal acne or like PMS. So for hormonal acne, two estheticians have given me the same recommendation. DIM, D-I-M, detox. It's basically a bunch of broccoli in a pill and evening primrose, Nice, 500 milligrams. That's what I've been told. That's what I started doing. I will tell you, I have had chest acne for years, and the moment I did the dim, went away. Nothing. And then it helped clear up. Yeah. Yeah. It helped clear up my, like, cystic acne when I stopped my birth control. It got, it went everywhere. It was awful. And um, so that did make a difference. And I just started the evening primrose today because I wanted to try and finish clearing it up. You can't really tell on the camera, but it's there. Nice. Good. Oh, okay. What are our other questions? Okay. Moving on. Okay. Where is the one about orgasms? Ooh, I love to talk about orgasms. Yeah, it was one. Yes. I haven't been able, this is a question, I haven't been able to orgasm from intercourse, just oral. Is there anything I can do? So I think that this is a great question because 80% of women need clitoral stimulation in order to achieve orgasm. So only about 20% of women will orgasm with penetration. And the biggest thing to try is using a toy during intercourse to get your clitoral stimulation or using a hand or trying different positions that have more clitoral stimulation. So like for me, being on top is the position that is going to give me more clitoral stimulation, but everybody's a little bit different and you have to learn what works best for your body. 
I've heard that. Yeah. Um, because for me, orgasm is clitoral stimulation. But I've heard someone just like, oh, I orgasm from penetration. And I was like, you are a I, wild breed. My so girl. I orgasm from, I guess, penetration. But it's not like just like Head dick on. and vagina. Like it's not just the like hammer feeling. It's the like, if I, it's, I think like I've listened to your thing on the G spot. And it's like when I'm on top and I can like... <laughs> ride right and mm-hmm. it's like i can hit that over and over again and get there that will do it for me but only sometimes and like i said i live in my mother's house sometimes it's like we gotta be quick about this put on the vibrator get it going get it get it quick yeah <laughs> i need to be in the right headspace yeah that's well. huge for me it's like really gotta hone in my mind like tends to wander and insecurities will kick in yeah for you jess you are so hot what the fuck is wrong you know what i mean and just like trying to balance a lot of thoughts in there you know i'm the same way i actually how do you stay focused great question so i have worked a lot on that because my mind is all over the place i cannot (laughs) i cannot concentrate for the life of me on pretty much anything and so same i started meditating And that made a huge difference for me because just 10 minutes of total silence, no stimulation of any sort, but allowed me to pay more attention to what's going on in my head and kind of learn to direct my thoughts. I actually have created um, with some of my clients, I use a self-pleasure meditation that helps them focus on their sensations and what they're feeling and being in the moment and breathing. But really retraining yourself to stay on track can help with that. Nice. Mm. Even just like practicing those like wandering thoughts during meditation. Um, I've been practicing yoga for years and I feel like that is like the number one practice in yoga is like bringing it back to the breath and bringing it back to, to what's actually presently happening. So I feel like that's a good, I never thought of that for some reason. Cause I feel like it's just a, so many things are going on, yeah. so many feelings, so many emotions. Um, and I saw this, this. I saw this TikTok the other day. And one, it was from a dude, which I, I never like. I don't know. I have this like bias against like men talking about female pleasure. It's like, yeah. But his wife was there. But he was saying, it was just him talking into the camera. And he was like, guys, you want to know how to like pleasure your partner, pleasure your wife? Like be there. Be there. He's like, He's like, we've been together all day. We've been doing the dishes together. We've been doing housework together. We've gone to Target together. We've been, he's like, and I've been here and I've been present. And he's like, and my shirt's off now. So what do you think happened? He's, and it's like this whole thing of like your partner. If you are talking about like your life with your partner, like they play a role. And I think a lot of like the issue with women is like our uncomfortability of holding men accountable. Mm. for that part of like they if if you are with a partner they play a role in your pleasure and it's like i think obviously like self-exploration is important and you should be able to like do that on your own and so you can tell your partner like hey this feels good hey this doesn't feel good i think that's something a lot of people are uncomfortable is be like how do i tell my partner that like my clitoris isn't in my vagina you know like how (laughs) how do i navigate those conversations um 
because I think a lot of people feel like they're being rude. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's something that I help a lot of clients with, but having those conversations can be really hard. I actually have a worksheet called get the sex you desire worksheet. And I'll give that to you the link so that all of your listeners can get that at the end of our podcast. But ultimately it helps you go through and look at what you want, what you don't want and what you're willing to try as a giver and as a receiver. And you can compare that with your partner. Yes. And then after you both do your own, you can sit down together and talk about, you know, what does a perfect situation look like for you? And it's a great conversation starter to help explore different things that you may want to incorporate or try. That's so, that's so dope. Cause it's like, there's so much stuff you probably are willing to try that you're just not communicating to yeah. your partner for that for maybe like lack of embarrassment or you know you're you don't nervous. know what they're into yeah and yeah everyone, i feel like everyone's into something yeah somewhere. they are or they want to think yeah. they want to try it out she goes they are i know for a fact they are as <laughs> well and the reality is there's so many things that could bring pleasure that we probably don't even think about so this list is so extensive but i mean there's i remember the first time i read it you know it talks about toys it talks about different types of touch massage lubricants what kinds do you want to try different types of toys do you want double penetration do you want a threesome do you want a, a foursome do you want you know two men two women anal no anal i mean toys in the anus fingers yeah. you name it like everything there's such a wide variety of pleasurable things available to us but we don't necessarily even think of all of them at first glance no we don't we need that worksheet stats yes that worksheet. i will send it to you put it out there yes it's um you can find it at let me see desire.vaginasvulvasandvibrators.com that'll take you right to it okay Perfect. Good for our listeners, too, so they can access it right away. Right away. Exactly. Okay. Um, Here's a good one for you, Jordan. How to navigate sex after realizing it has mostly been a source of validation rather than pleasure? Give me the question one more time. It says, how to navigate sex after realizing it has mostly been a source of validation rather than pleasure? So I think that is can be a little bit tricky. And I think that a lot of women in particular have potentially used sex for validation at some point in their life. I know that I have, Mm -hmm. and I think it comes back to, this is just kind of my opinion, maybe relearning how to love yourself and what you want. Mm -hmm. And then being able to ask for that rather than going to somebody else and wanting them to love you you're able to fulfill your own self first yeah we love that here we talk about loving ourselves first a lot yeah um in regards to relationships obviously is kind of where what we gear towards but i feel like that's huge and probably obviously goes across sex as well as like learning yourself loving yourself before you can give that to someone else. So it's not validation for it's, so it is pleasure. Yeah. Good. Okay. 
Um, here's another one. What are some common misconceptions about sex and intimacy in adult relationships? As far as adult relationships, I would say one of the biggest things that we, one of the biggest misconceptions for adults is that condoms protect us from all STIs. I think that we are taught use a condom, you're protected. But the reality is herpes or HSV, HPV, syphilis are all spread via skin to skin contact. So technically using a condom does limit your risk, but you are not protected to the extent that we are told growing up. So I think that's one of the biggest misconceptions. Yeah. One of the others that I would say is one of the others I would say is that, um, back to that 80% of women need clitoral stimulation to achieve orgasm. That is another, um, I guess that's the truth. The myth is that people, women can achieve orgasm through penetration. And yes, some can, but not the vast majority. The other really big one is about lubricant. A lot of women think that if they lose, use a lubricant that they're not wet enough, they aren't interested in the sex if they need a lubricant that's not true most women prefer sex with a lubricant and highly recommend it have you tried sex with a lubricant before oh yeah no what you've never used lube no you am i missing out on something great i use you are when i masturbate like it just makes you feel better Talk to me about this. Tell me, tell me the benefits of this. So lube increases your sensation. Like it just feels better. It moves better and it just is better. The other aspect of lube is that with penetration, it protects you from micro tears in the vaginal canal. So with a lot of friction, you can get micro tears and then that's where bacteria can enter. That's how you get bacterial vaginosis, yeast infections, and increased risk of STIs. I tear, I tear a lot. Is it, is it feel too wet down there? Like, like sex no, on your period too wet? No, it feels good. Okay. I, just, I mean, it depends how much you use. It's but like you, toothpaste. Like, don't, but don't you know what I mean by like too wet where you can't feel it? You know what I mean? You ever have that? Yeah, sure. I mean, I mean, if, if you, yes, if you really want to, I got the wobble. <laughs> I promise if I mean, you try it, you'll it still dry like it. Out. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, there's probably no yeah, no negatives to that. No. Are there any lubes that you like? Yeah, give me some good suggestions yes. for, for newbie. I was going to tell you, my favorite is the Just Like Me from Pure Romance. It's water-based and it's pH balanced. And pH balance is really important so that it doesn't throw off your vaginal flora. And it also re-wets with your natural secretions. So it kind of lasts a little bit longer and it feels very natural. It doesn't feel sticky. And I did a whole episode on lubricants, but a lot of the over-counter drugstore stuff has different chemicals in it that can affect you. So some can have spermicides that can make you irritated. Some have a product that is used in antifreeze. Some have some estrogen-like components that your body responds to as estrogen. So using a really good quality lubricant is important. And that's why I recommend the Just Like Me 100%. 
Good. Let me jot that one down. Jot that one down, Jess. <sighs> okay. Oh, that's such good. Yeah. Good knowledge there. Good knowledge. Okay. Here's a longer one. It's someone's personal experience mixed with the question. Um, what would you suggest to someone who struggles with pain and vaginal sex? I've only been with one partner and sex has always been painful upon initial, initial, <clears throat> initial penetration sometimes it gets better as things progress and other times not i've been to several doctors and no one can figure it out do you have any recommendations would that be lube i feel like now that we've just touched on doctors it. probably would recommend that so lube is one of the big things and i've actually done a handful of episodes on this because it is very common and one of the biggest things i would recommend is pelvic floor physical therapy and a lot of people are not familiar with that. A lot of doctors and providers are not familiar with it, but it's ultimately a physical therapist that works with you to help relax certain muscles. They can really help. And from what I've heard, game changer when it comes to painful intercourse, pain with insertion, something else to try is like a vaginal dilator kit or using your fingers beforehand or maybe even a toy to really relax the muscles stimulate them and maybe um, widen them i guess you could say as well that's good to know yeah that is good to know jess we do you, we got a dm once someone recommending pelvic floor a physical therapy to you because you oh, because i have uh, severe bladder issues. As soon as she like has beer, yep. Like she'll, I drink like, your pants. I drink beer, and then I have the urge to pee, and I might put it off a bit. But if I have the urge to pee, I have like a thirty second window to get to the bathroom. Otherwise, I will pee my pants. <laughs> and it's only yes. beer. Um, yes. I feel like I find it most common when I'm drinking. But beer, specifically. yeah, public for physical therapy. Go ahead. No, that's it. That's, I mean, I feel like I've, I haven't had any issues with like water. I feel like I can hold my pee longer or like hold that in if I'm drinking water. But beer could be like the yeast in beer. Just Something. like then. Flows right through me. Or do you have like a, <laughs> do you have like a gluten sensitivity potentially for some reason? I could. I could. I Not that I know of though. I don't have like. Nothing when, would indicate that, that I, like, eat gluten and feel uncomfortable after, though. Like, any type of bread or anything, like, I don't know. Who knows? That's Who knows? how I learned I had a gluten issue. It was drinking too much beer. Oh, really? Really? Mm -hmm. What happened? What was the indicator, yeah, though? Well, I had a lot of issues, but um, I would have one beer and I would be sick from both ends, but I could go have like 12 shots of tequila and be just fine. Mm. Interesting. But yeah, I don't have any like, issues. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Huh. Wild. Okay. Next. Oh, I do have a DM to read, but I do have a, another question. Um, any advice for someone trying to work through misogyny or embarrassment during sex? I really struggle with communicating my needs during sex, even though my partner and I have a really great relationship and pretty decent sex. I feel like that kind of coincides with the with the worksheet. But I but here's the thing. It's like, okay, yes. Or like the best way to communicate, this is another question, just piggybacking. Best way to communicate about um with you and your partner that isn't awkward or uncomfortable 
I mean, is it the worksheet and you guys go one, two, three, draw? Like, <laughs> do we just switch, switch switch paperwork and say, this is what I like? Like, how is that? How do we do this in a in an organic, natural way yeah. with your partner that doesn't seem uncomfortable, that people might feel awkward about, but you want to express your needs and wants? Yeah. So when it comes to communicating with your partner, I really encourage doing it at a time that's not in the bedroom. So maybe at dinner, you have this conversation and you're like, Hey, I want to bring this up. This has been something that's on my mind. I feel use a lot of I statements. Don't do you make me do this, you know, kind of like regular, regular communication. Use those I statements to express how you're feeling and tell them I would really like it if I had X, Y, and Z, or maybe we should try this with our next experience. Or, you know, I was thinking about and see what their thought was. That's good. But that would be some good ways to start that conversation. Yeah, I feel like there's so much pressure built up, like when you're in the bedroom. Right. Where you're just like, and, you, and all of a sudden someone's like, turn over and you're like, what? What? I wasn't, uh, we've never done this before. We've never done this before. How do we, you know? And I feel like it just depends. Like, and if you like to be told in the moment, that's another thing to discuss. Yeah. Or if it's like, I kind of like to know what's going to happen. Or you know what I mean? Like, the, obviously, that's other stuff. The worksheet. The worksheet. Would do us in. Um, I guess, hold on. We touched that one. Okay. Here's another one. It's like how to keep it alive and fun. Like throughout time. Throughout time. We've mm-hmm. gone, say we've gone over the worksheet. We know what each other wants. What's another way to take it up a notch? Keep it alive. Yeah. So I think it really depends on the couple in particular, but trying new things, exploring different areas of each other's bodies, maybe trying new locations. Those are all some ways to try and spice it up or try something different. And that can lead to some excitement when you're doing things a little bit differently than you normally do. Yeah, that's good. Trying new things. I mean, I say like, so God, I can't say it. Go for it. Josh's coworkers. Listen, but there are certain things, right? Certain things. We'll keep it. We'll keep it. Blah blah blah. That I'm like Josh. You think if we're we're gonna be together, we're gonna only be having sex with one another consistently for the next 50, 60, 70 years? You think you're not gonna try X Y Z? We're gonna try X Y Z. Things are gonna get boring if we don't. You know what I mean? I've heard that. I've heard that. You gotta just try it all. I feel like someone told me that like when you're over thirty, you eat ass, <laughs> <laughs> and that that is not that is I've not something we that. did before yep. thirty. But it's like you're grown if you do that. I'm sorry I had to go there, but oh, I'm just saying like you God. step it up and not you step it, you go there. I also saw on TikTok to create the the sexual energy is to like sit in a position. Mm-hmm. So it's almost sit in a position that we pose for photography quite a bit. What is it? It's like the he sits down and she straddles and holds. Oh yeah, yeah. And you just I feel sit like there that's Karma and Sutra. You, yeah, and you just kind of bring the energy in and kind of maybe not kiss or kiss but like that position is 
is electric prone, prone to start some things do you know anything about those certain positions or someone said like feet to feet too yeah, or and something I've heard of some specific positions, but in all honesty, I, as a single woman, haven't paid that yeah. much attention to things with couples because um, right, it doesn't pertain to me. Um, so something that I have heard about is like a self, rather than doing a self-pleasure meditation, doing a meditation together, a ritual together, where you are sitting like maybe... Um, not pretzel style, but like your legs on top of each other in some fashion. And then you're breathing together, you're eye gazing, massaging each other, and that can help create a deeper connection. And that's something that is worth trying too. So seriously, Jordan, thank you so much for being <laughs> on here and providing all this beautiful insight Yeah, on all things sex. All things sex. Is there, are there any other sex tips before yes, we go absolutely. that you wish to bestow on us? Any top tips of knowledge that you want to make sure our listeners know? I love this question. I would say if you don't have a vibrator, go get yourself a vibrator and some lube. I think that that is so important for exploring your body and what you like and what you don't like and having more orgasms. Yes. 2021 I, year of more orgasms. this would be a great time for us to have a promo code we don't yet we're not sponsored but you know keep us growing guys and we'll get you a vibrator promo code guaranteed, <laughs> guaranteed. <laughs> dude jordan thank you so much for being on here you were so great you're we so welcome you. yeah you're a treat everybody go listen oh, to well, thank you i appreciate it to jordan's podcast Vaginas, vulvas and vibrators which is such a dope name we just love that Triple V. Triple V. Triple V. Oh, thank you. Yes. All right, well, Jordan. thank you guys so much for having me. And um, there's totally a lag. There's sorry. such a lag. Know, and it's obvious. Sorry. I hope that I can cut the lag in post, but we'll see. <laughs> All right, Jordan. Thank you. Bye. You're welcome. We'll see you guys later. Have a good night. Bye.